Welcome to the Academy of Reason podcast, where we explore Stoicism and other philosophies of living from around the world for developing inner freedom, self-mastery, and excellence. All right, let's get started. This is a continuation of the book, The Art of Living, the classical manual on virtue, happiness, and effectiveness. It was by Ecbectetus. It was called the Enchiridion. This is an interpretation by Sharon LaBelle. I'm going to go through a few quotes from the book, a few passages, and kind of give my um, interpretation of them. If you uh, like this book, you, li- you like what it's talking about, highly recommend you go get it. Again, it's called The Art of Living. All right, here we go. In any events, however seemingly dire, there is nothing to prevent us from searching for its hidden opportunity. When considering the future, remember that all situations unfold as they do, regardless of how we feel about them. Our hopes and fears sway us, not the events themselves. So this is interesting because basically it's titled events are impersonal and indifferent. So events are going to happen as they do. Okay, we can't control what's going to happen. Um, they're not you know, good or bad. We, we put a label on them. Some people may think they're good. Some people may, may think they're bad. You need to remind yourself of those things sometimes because you can get caught up in your emotions. And he's saying just basically step back and look at things rationally. Okay. And and helps you have a clear mind about things and uh, proceed in an intelligent way. Next one. Speak only with good purpose. This is an interesting one, especially today in uh, social media, everything going on. Some randomly dump the contents of their minds without regard to the consequences. This is practically and morally dangerous if we babble about every idea that occurs to us big or small we can easily fritter away in trivial currents of mindless talk of mindless ideas that don't have any true merit unchecked speech is like a vehicle widely lurching out of control destined for a ditch if need be be mostly silent and speak sparingly speech itself is neither good nor evil but it is so commonly used carelessly that you need to be on your guard. Frivolous talk is hurtful talk. Besides, it is unbecoming to be a chatterbox. So you can see here what he's talking about, right? Don't just, just because something pops in your mind, you get mad about something, You don't, don't just start talking. Think before you talk. Your first instinct, a, a good general rule to have is just don't say anything. Just wait. Think about what it is you're going to say or think about how you're looking at this event. Think different ways it could be looked at. Maybe your your initial oppression is wrong, and usually it is. So that's why you got you don't want to just start, you know, talking about what your opinion is about it, and don't be attached to your initial opinion. Be willing to change it if it makes sense. You know, if rationally makes sense. Next, care about your mind more than your body. Those who are morally untrained spend an inordinate amount of time on their bodies. Carry out your animal functions. Incidentally, your main attention should be given to the care and development of your reason or your mind. Yeah, he uses the reason or your mind. So, right, you should spend the same amount of time or more on your mental health that you do on your physical health. That's pretty much what he's saying. Okay, mistreatment comes from false impressions. If people treat you disrespectfully or speak unkindly about you, remember that they do so from an impression that is right for them to do so. It is unrealistic to expect people to see you as you see yourself. So and this is a good one to, be, to help you not get so 
offended by if someone treats you a certain way because you got to remember they don't see you or know you or know what your life's been or what what you've been through or what you're about the only thing they know and what they is what they see or what they've experienced from you directly they it's easy for us to forget that and that so that's their initial impression is what they've seen of us now that impression most likely is not correct impression but just keeping that in mind helps us to maintain our you know even-mindedness about how we respond to some of those types of people the next one here the real purpose of philosophy the true philosophy doesn't involve exotic rituals mysterious lethargy or quaint beliefs nor is it just some abstract theorizing and analysis it is of course the love of wisdom it is the art of living a good life the only worthy object of our efforts is a flourishing life true happiness is a verb takes action it is the ongoing dynamic performance of worthy deeds the flourishing life whose foundation is virtuous intention is something we continually improvise and in doing so our souls mature our life has usefulness to ourselves and to the people that we come in contact with to ease our soul suffering we engage in discipline introspection in which we conduct thought experiments to strengthen our ability to distinguish between wholesome and lazy, hurtful beliefs and habits to ourselves and to the people that we come in contact with. So this is talking about, you know, the real purpose of philosophy. Philosophy isn't just to be analyzing some crazy stuff that no one cares about, um, nitpicking certain things. It's not to make you look smart. That's not the point of philosophy. The, the point of philosophy is how to live a better life and be a better person and help the community and help help everyone around you you know make the world a better place basically is what he's saying which i think is pretty awesome all right one more here every habit this is called, he's talking about the power of habit every habit and faculty is preserved and increased by its corresponding action the habit of walking makes us better walkers regular running makes us better runners it is the same regarding matters of the soul. Whenever you're angry, you increase your anger. You have the increased a habit and increase the fuel to the fire. So if you don't want to be angry, then don't feed the habit. Give it nothing to help it increase. So once you're angry, just be quiet at first and then reckon the days, count the days in which you have not been angry. I used to be angry every day, now every other day, then every third and fourth day. As it goes on, the habit is first weakened, and then it is eventually overridden by the wiser response. So basically, once you get angry, just just be quiet and don't respond. Don't do anything. Just sit with it and until it passes. And after you do that every single day, the more you do that, you create a habit of not being angry. So that comes back to self-control and self-mastery, right? Okay, that's it for the art of living. Highly recommend you guys get this book. This is the first book that I picked up that talked about stoicism and introduced me to stoicism and this uh, different way of thinking. A lot of good stuff in here, so check it out. That brings us to the end of the episode. I hope this episode was beneficial to you. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got something out of it. Please follow and review the podcast if you did. It really helps other people find it in search so other people can also benefit from this episode. Thank you for being here and listening to the episode. If you're hearing my voice right now, you made it to the end of uh, the episode. I really do appreciate you. If you have any questions, comments, 
If you'd like to send me any other topics you'd like me to cover on the podcast, you can go to my website at academyofreason.com. You can leave me a message there. Or if you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram and Twitter. I answer all messages, so don't hesitate to reach out. All right, that's it for this week. I'll see you next week, and we'll talk about a book called Letters from a Stoic by Seneca. All right, have a good one.